0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Kurt J. to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Wolf indeed, Wolfie, Wolf indeed. Farlands or Bust. Said with a different inflection every single time. Welcome back. Hello, Wolfie. How are you? Oh, let's not use the cobblestone. Let's use the gravel, maybe, to secure the previous episode's hidey hole. And um I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Goodbye. No, <laughs> welcome to episode 631 of Far Lands or Bust, as we continue walking west here to the Far Lands in Minecraft Beta 173. Today's episode coming out on Wednesday, December 14th, 2016, as we continue on... Whoa! Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know why I was surprised by the spider noises after having just walked by some spiders, but still surprised. We're raising money for... uh, That was, that, was, that was the worst transition ever. Uh, we're raising money for Child's Play charity over at farlandsorbus.com. $45,214.01 is currently where we're at on our way to our $60,000 goal for this season six of the series. FarLinesOrBust.com, like I said, is where you can donate right there on the homepage. You're helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. An important cause this holiday season if I do say so myself and adieu so I appreciate everybody for continuing to donate there and getting us closer to our goal and closer to finally pressing F3 after almost a year and a half of walking here see how far we've gotten how much further we've got to go to reach those far lands here indeed speaking of the far lands world the I checked the world save file People like some regular, regular updates as to how large, how much disk space the world save takes up. Currently at 23,230 megabytes. (laughs) 23,23,0. I thought that that was a a very appropriate number. 23,230. 23 gigs, just over 23 gigabytes. Of a world-saving Minecraft, simply walking in one direction, a long, spindly line of a map, a couple million blocks long, with just the 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 nearby chunks loaded. That's that's quite that's quite a number indeed. And if we're considering we're still less than twenty percent of the way there, we can we can do the math. I can't do the math. We can do the math and say, multiply that by 5 So it's gonna be over 125 gigabytes? Maybe? Of, of world-save size, before by the time we get to the Far Lands? Is that, is that something that we can correctly postulate? That's a, a bit of a variable there that we're not sure about, but be interesting, interesting, an interesting thing to find out. Careful, Wolfie! Dang guy! Indeed. So I hope uh, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's having a good time. Come on in. Have a good time. Now, everybody's having a good uh, month, good week, good day. Of course, next, not this weekend, but next weekend is Christmas for those who celebrate it. I kind of f- thought of this and asked this. I had a live stream yesterday. And I was wondering, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I don't I don't know anybody and I personally, myself, obviously am not in school, but there was always, at least in the public school system, a winter break, usually between semesters or quarters of the year. You usually got at least a week or two weeks off of school around and before Christmas and then after the New Year's before you return to school so winter break going on kind of like oh I should these are things I should probably know if, if a certain amount of my audience is going to be off school and available to watch streams videos whatever else uh, perhaps this is marketable news statistical data that I can use to my advantage I'm not going to be able to use it to my advantage whoa careful Wolfie just grabbing some free coal there Um, I'll let that pig live, I was gonna say. We do kind of need some food for Wolfie, but... Oh, yep. Whoa! Okay, might need food for myself if I don't watch where I'm going. But yeah, I was also curious. I I obviously, as as you may know, I, I live away from my hometown, originally from the Chicago area, but now out here in Arizona. I wonder how many of you live away from home, away from family and if you go home for Christmas or holidays, uh, whatever whatever may be the important family time holiday of, of your, your family, do, do you travel home for the holidays? I obviously did not travel home for Thanksgiving, holy moly. Um, let's find a different way down. I didn't travel home for Thanksgiving, so I'm thinking maybe Christmas, but then again I haven't made arrangements yet. It seems kind of late, and I'm not sure how horrible of a person I would be if I didn't go. So I'm curious what others' thoughts on that are. Of course the flight airlines prices are gouged. Gouged, I say, around this time of year. So previous previous times, like last year, I went home in the beginning of December to save some, some money on flights or whatever. So I'm not technically over the holidays. Um, I suppose I could wait till January, but I honestly don't think that's going to work out for me either. I have other I have other plans. Boop. Uh, how about another one? Yeah. All right. Well, now we have well, those. Those pigs were the opposite of dry. Those pigs were, those pigs were were moist. <laughs> those were, were 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 very fruitful pigs. Bunch of food out of that, Wolfy treats. See, I'm curious. Um, what, what's the going? What's the what's the going consensus on that? Is it is it an obligation, if you move away from home, that you also must return for the holidays? Um, I don't. You know, I've been told I shouldn't feel obligated because when you feel obligated to do something, then you're not going to enjoy doing it. Then again, I also don't want to be a jerk. (laughs) I also don't, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I don't care about going home, because I would like to, I suppose, see my family. I would, you know, I haven't seen them since June, Um, but... Perhaps, perhaps, maybe not in the realm of a holiday. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a one of those one of those things that has been uh, racking my brain for a little bit of time, and and I could honestly go back and forth about it. I, there's obviously there's always variables. I have other variables in mind that uh, are are personal that you guys don't know about, um, so I'm not. 100% sure obviously those play into my own decision or whatever but i'm just i'm just curious just getting getting a read on the farlander community since we are farlanders we do travel to lands far and wide what what are the the travelling thoughts of the holidays obligations or not obligations or traditions or not traditions or um, pressure obligations from from family or not what What is the going rate on that? What What's the going consensus? I, I assume there probably is not. <laughs> but anyway, continuing on, speaking of traveling, hiking, walking, our friend Andy from Germany donated to Child's Play Charity and asked, since hiking is one of your favorite pastimes... Pastimes? Why are we saying pastimes? Like... Baseball is a pastime. (laughs) That's a pastime. Hiking is just an activity, a hobby of mine. I I don't know if pastime means something different from what I think it means. But anyway, since hiking is one of your favorite pastimes, have you ever thought about combining it with fishing and or hunting? Andy from Germany. Uh, no. (laughs) I mean, I have gone fishing. Um, As as a kid, I went fishing a handful of times with my dad. Fishing was a thing he liked to do. Not like go out on a boat and go fishing, mostly fishing from the shore and of like a state park or a local park or whatever uh, with a lake. And catching just little tiny perch and little tiny fish and then putting them back. You know, not... You know, people go fishing, fishing, and, and they, like, get a boat and make a weekend out of it and, and, and go camping and, and have, have, like, a whole bunch of lures and keep and f- eat the fish or, or whatever. Uh, none of that. Just very, very casual fishing with a bobber from the shoreline and some worms. Nothing. We're not catching any trophies or anything like that. Not that type of fishing. Um, But let's... it's getting kind of dark. I want to get up to the top of the hill and then we'll make the elevated hidey hole and continue. This is actually kind of a not stable place to be making. Alright, to the shoreline! And then, and then, we will make the elevated hidey hole. Sleep. Quickly now, it's getting a little bit dangerous. And continue in the morning. (sighs) And awaken us. Ow! That was dumb. <laughs> so yeah, I've 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 wanted the only thing I've wanted to combine hiking with would be perhaps I've only ever done like what would be considered day hikes. Or just short, less than a day hikes. It would be interesting to do a little bit more advanced hiking, perhaps, combined with camping. I've never been camping outdoors, but I wouldn't want to do it like on my own or inexperienced-wise. I'd want to do it with a group. There's tour groups and things that have everything all set up. That's something I've always wanted, been interested in. Uh, Perhaps combining my interest in hiking with exploration and whatnot, you know, more so than sticking to the gravel paths that are provided to us by state parks and regional parks and national parks go a little bit off off trail a little bit of navigation in- into the bush if you will um hunting in particular i have no interest in obviously i i i i eat meat i you know i'm not a vegetarian or anything like that but i don't think uh, and I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to find out, but I I, I don't want to kill an wild animal. <laughs> um, I, I'm... conflicted enough about the status of... of... Uh, domesticated animals eating them for food that I really don't feel necessary or any need or any... I would receive any satisfaction from, oh, well, it's neat how that's pulled up right there. I wouldn't receive any satisfaction from shooting or bow and arrowing or whatever, killing a wild animal. Uh, just doesn't, 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 uh, doesn't jibe with me. Doesn't jibe with old Kurt J Mac. I also, I don't like guns, so I really don't care to have a gun or use a gun or a rifle or anything like that. Have a seat. This is this is a screenshot, and a half right here. Oh, 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 he's looking at the camera. Quick, I think I got it. It uh, honestly doesn't fit in this. <laughs> all in the frame. All right, here we go. This is a good one. Don't. Oh, no. yep, yep, look, 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 Wolfie. There we go. Nice. All right, that's gonna work. Woo. Yeah. This is this is the store of stuff I want to do while I'm hiking. Take pictures. Not kill animals. Um yeah so no I don't I don't have any interests I don't nobody in my family hunts or even camps or hikes really that much or anything so there's no it seems like most people get into hunting if they have a family member that's into hunting or or, or something like that so I have I have zero zero desire for that um my I I, I was told a story that my my grandpa uh, who I unfortunately personally never got to meet he, he passed before I was born used to hunt f- pheasant is that the name like birds wild birds and stuff like that casually and then one time I think the story my grandma told me was that he went hunting with a friend for deer I don't know if he I don't know if he actually killed a deer or not but he said he never wanted to do that again uh, that just didn't feel right to him either so I feel like there's a lot Maybe my maybe my my grandfather figured that out for me, so I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to figure that out for myself. That that would not be an enjoyable experience at all. No, thank you. No, thank you. Not, not my cup of tea. Not something I really would condone. But thank you for your question and donation, Andy from Germany. Bergasms has a series of questions here. What is your opinion on drones, personal ones, and the government death ones, if you like? Um, I'll stick with the personal ones on this. It's kind of, I don't know, its it, I guess it's one of these things like calling those stupid uh, uh, balance boards, hoverboards. It's kind of a misnomer. Drone, to me, is something that would be self-controlled. You know what I mean? Uh, A drone... the the word drone to me seems like it doesn't require input. I could be wrong, but but to me drone is like a robot that is programmed to do a task on its own, whereas the drones, the the phantom drones, all these other things are are remote-controlled helicopters, quadricopters. (laughs) They're remote-controlled, you're remotely controlling them. Uh, yeah, they, I guess they have some automated features to keep them stabilized, and, and perhaps return to a GPS location uh, in an emergency, or if they lose signal. But I don't know that I'd call them drones. Um, I mean, s- photography and cinematography-wise, they certainly do a lot of amazing things. I'm a little bit conflicted about their their use in these, like, like hiking in public parks and, and state parks. National parks, I tend to go to those places to get away from civilization and annoyances and get get into the quiet. So I know that there are a bunch of rules and laws that are slowly being enforced and put into place to prevent people from disturbing other people's experiences, such as those in those certain locations, and those uh, I, I certainly I agree with because I could see how it could become a nuisance in certain locations. And I know a lot of places in California, along the coastline, beaches and things have banned them uh, for those reasons. I did, however, just on the internet, see that there was a a new uh, drone, I guess you can call it that, um, that was released. It's 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 a selfie drone. I forgot what it was called. I saw it on Twitter, so I looked it up. It's like, Five hundred dollars, um, so really pretty expensive for for a selfie drone. But instead of a selfie stick, you unfold it. It's like folded up, like it's about the size of a like a a paperback book. You you open it up. It has it has a built-in camera, and uh, you know everything is like self-sustained. You open it up, turn it on, and then you place it out in front of you and let go, and it will maintain that position so that you can step away, and it'll take your picture, uh, or it looks like the the, the, the app is in your, your phone. Uh, if you, say, are riding your bike, or, or on a hike, or whatever, it will follow you and keep you centered in the frame uh, while it's flying. That That, to me, is more of a drone, because you're not flying it in particular, you're just telling it, okay, follow me, or focus on our faces. Uh, or it'll do like a 360 fly around you as you move, um, and then you can just pluck it out of the air and fold it up and put it away. That seems kind of interesting. The The videos I saw of it, uh, the video quality seems kind of poor. It seems kind of, certainly lesser so than like a phantom drone or something with a GoPro on it. certainly more like what I would uh, say is the equivalent of a crappy cell phone camera. But that's an interesting concept. That's an interesting concept indeed. Uh, I was looking at it, I'm like, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, It seems very gimmicky. (laughs) Like, it would really wear out of its welcome pretty quickly if you were to actually try to use it. But also, I looked at it, and, like, it has a a maximum hover time of four minutes. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That's rather limited in that it can hover for only four minutes and then the battery dies and you need to recharge the battery. That, that doesn't seem as useful as the $500 price tag would indicate. An interesting concept and certainly I could see like the future of such things being interesting. I mean there are a lot of video games, aren't there? A lot of video games where you have like a, a little helper drone that's kind of flying behind you. Um, feeding you information or, or gathering statistics or, or, or stuff about the surroundings. Like, that 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 makes sense in that regard. Like, maybe you keep... Obviously, like, it, it follows your cell phone or the signal or whatever, and, and, and I, I certainly don't want to live in a world where everybody has one of these little things following them around, but that seems like a step in that direction. And again, I kind of feel like this is a company that might be very short-lived. An interesting idea... But for the price, and for the utility, and the novelty of it, I don't think something like that is going to last a while. Do you think... Burgasm continues. Separate question. Do you think Mars or Venus would be easier to terraform? Why? Uh, Mars... (laughs) Venus... Uh, I don't think there's any natural or unnatural process that could undo the hellscape that is the surface, and the atmosphere of Venus. Yeah, I don't know what... has anybody proposed, or perhaps in science fiction come up with like a way that you could stop what is happening on Venus from happening? Because I, I think that's 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 the definition of a runaway greenhouse effect, uh, and there's no stopping that. Of course, similarly, you could say the same about Mars. I'm, I'm always very... I'm very curious. People say, oh, you can terraform Mars, you can terraform Mars, just set up, you know, set up greenhouse you know gas emitting factories or pipes or, or whatever to put to put the atmosphere back but if the planet itself if Mars itself doesn't have the magnet or the yeah the uh, the, the magnetic the, the the protections required that the earth does you know the Earth's atmosphere is protected from the solar wind. Thanks to its strong magnetic fields um, and, and and whatnot, it's been said that Mars lost most of its atmosphere because its magnetic field is not as strong, and it pretty much blew away into space. Sure, you can create a bunch of atmosphere on Mars, but won't it just blow away into space again because there's nothing to hold it down there? Uh, its gravity is too low. Its uh, magnetic field is too low. It has no. That, that's why it's 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 off to question as to whether or not astronauts would. Sur- Let's go to sleep. And... Awakeness! Ooh, that, speaking of surviving, we almost we almost pushed our survival skills right there. So yeah, it's often been said like, oh yeah, you can send astronauts to Mars, but it doesn't have protection from the radiation of space like Earth does. That puts them in grave danger, uh, being outside of any such protections from solar, from extrasolar radiation particles, charged particles and whatnot, the same can be said about the atmosphere, I think. I don't know, there might be some sort of theory or, or, or calculations to be made that say if Mars had enough of an atmosphere that it would it would maintain or something. Um, but of, of the two, you gave me both choices, Mars would be the most reasonable, I think. I don't know of any process, like I said... Other than, like, making sure the sun directed a solar flare at Venus to blow away its atmosphere. I don't know of any way to actually terraform, quote-unquote, Venus. Any video games you've played and known within the first five minutes that you hate it and why? There have been... games that I know are bad games within the first five minutes like um, remember Ocean City Racing that was within the first five seconds and similarly Crash Time remember Crash Time oh Crash Time that was great voice acting superb but those those I enjoyed them because they were so bad <laughs> um, we did actually just have and this is going to be a controversial topic Oh boy, I told you I was going to get more political. Let's talk about Overwatch. <laughs> uh, just on uh, Twitter, Avidia, our friend Avidia Zen if I can <laughs> make somebody else sink on this ship with me, uh, said that he finds Overwatch. He asked, like, does anybody else find Overwatch to be boring? Uh, his complaint is that he spends too long waiting for a match to play and that the majority of his time is spent waiting in the menus versus playing the game. Um, I I can say, spoiler alert, I did when it was on Black Friday sale. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll go ahead and buy Overwatch for thirty five dollars or whatever it was, just to give it a shot. I'm I'm open. I'm not uh, I'm not sitting here thinking I'm holier than thou by poo pooing. A, a hot trending topic without trying it myself. So I'll try it. So I bought it, and of course I had to go through the whole rigmarole of creating a Battle.net account, because i would never done that. I don't play, I've never played any Blizzard game. Uh, well, I, I take that back. I played StarCraft, the original StarCraft, but that was before Blizzard was Blizzard, or Battle.net was existent at all, uh, and you could dial up to your friend directly on their dial-up modem to play StarCraft against them. Um, So yeah, I I did all that. I went through, I I played, I went through the tutorial missions, and then I played some of the just target practice missions just to get a feel and kind of try to decide if there's a hero that I could kind of start playing and be comfortable playing. And I find the gameplay to be boring. (laughs) I mean obviously I haven't played the game yet, and I, I will still intend to do that probably by myself. I mean, or like with friends, but not like for YouTube or for a stream. I, I suggested to a friend that maybe I should like stream my first actual match in Overwatch, but they told me that that was a bad idea because Overwatch viewers are the most horrible of people, <laughs> and they will they will give no they will give no uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for they will give no uh, concessions to somebody even if just for the hilarity. In the comedy of it, playing for the first time, um, so I, I'll still give it like the actual game an actual chance, uh, like the actual like PvP game. But just in general, um, I find it's it, it's it's it'll be it's interesting to watch to a degree if the person I'm watching is interesting and perhaps they're talking about something that isn't related to the game at all. But I'm finding myself less and less interested in playing the game. A lot of people go nuts for, and today, the 13th, are going nuts for all these crazy skins that that, that Blizzard makes up for all their little characters and outfits and, and, and poses, victory poses and uh, little voice commands or whatever. Um, I, I am the worst, I am the worst candidate for any of that stuff. Like, Blizzard doesn't want a, a a a gamer like me because I don't buy stuff. I don't buy DLC. I don't buy skins or hats or coins or loot boxes or anything like that. They got my $35. That's all they're getting out of me. Um, so I could be less interested in, in any of that stuff but it seems like that's what the game is focused on. The game itself is extremely simple. A lot of people say it's exactly Team Fortress 2 or any of the other countless team-based PvP, whatever you want to call it, games. Um, and, I, and I feel, you know, it's a little bit... The oh. the the style isn't my style. It's very... It, it It seems like you're playing a Pixar movie is really, to me, what it seems like. Um, and and they go out of their way to make everything so amazing. all the outfits and the characters and the, the the sceneries and all the maps so amazing and overwhelmingly designed that it to me is that's like an assault on my my ability to appreciate any of it. you know when, when every when every single thing is amazing, then nothing is amazing, is, is the vibe I'm getting from Overwatch. But I'll try it! I'll try it. That is that is one of the games in the first five minutes. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have tried this. Maybe I shouldn't have gone through all that rigmarole, making a Battle.net account and buying this game. Uh, just, just in the tutorial alone, I'm like, ooh, yeah, this is already tasting funny. <laughs> um, but I'll give it the college try. Don't go criticizing me for, for, well, you just like hating things, Kurt. I'm giving it a try. I'm giving it a chance. I gave it my money, my very, very valuable money that I'm desperately clinging to in these certain uncertain times. Um, you know, that that could have bought me, like, four loaves of gluten-free sandwich bread. I need to survive. <laughs> um... So yeah, that answers that question. And then finally, Bergasm's taking up all our time here with a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, Patagonia or Iceland, where would you rather go? Uh, I honestly, ooh, hello, I honestly don't know that much about Patagonia other than that they are a clothing, an outdoor clothing brand. Um, I think they're like similarly kind of amazing outdoorsy mountains and snow and wilderness places, which is why I'm assuming the outdoor clothing company named themselves after it. Um, But just because I know more about it, probably Iceland, probably Iceland. Jason, with their donation, felt like asking, What is up with Wraith Dagger and Cookies? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Let's see here. Mock underscore 52. When was the last time you cleaned your eyes? And there are there's a double ellipsis. There are six periods after... When was the last time you cleaned your eyes? Dot, 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 question mark. This might be referencing something that I'm unaware of. It might be referencing something that I said during a stream or a previous episode, but it's... Time has elapsed so long that I forgot what he's talking about. Mock. I'm sorry, I'm not getting your joke. Hopefully, somebody in the comments can explain it to everybody else in case they're curious. Um, I I clean my eyes every night. If by my eyes you're talking about my contact lenses, um, so yes, I use I use the no rub formula. I also use on a weekly basis, the, uh, the peroxide fizzy bubble thing uh, to to clean out the contacts a little bit more. But otherwise, I I, I replace my contacts on a monthly basis. Uh, and my, my eyes, I assure you, are are cleanly are as cleanly as can be. I'm looking for. Uh, Fred asks. I'm looking for a quick question to answer. Fred asks. Do you watch the other Farlanders' journey to the Farlands, Fred? Um, again, this might be something else that needs to be known in the comments, because I am unaware of who you speak. Of whom of, of whom you speak, my friend. The other Farlanders' journey to the Farlands. Ooh, uh, Hello, skeleton. I was going to build my home over there underneath that really cool-looking arch, but uh, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore, <laughs> since there's a skeleton popping up from under the ground boop. Alright, so we got got a bunch ooh, hello. Thanks thanks for joining us, wood planks. Uh, we got some, some supplies here. I think this is as good a place as any to, to dig down to build our end-of-the-episode hidey hole as long as those skeletons or that skeleton stays away from us. Stay away, I say. And we'll be Safe and find underground here. I want to once again thank everybody for uh, donating to Child's Play Charity, continuing to donate to Child's Play Charity at FarlandsBus.com. Trying to reach that goal to finally press F3. See how far we've walked. Of course, most importantly, you're getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, around the world, as we've been doing for over five years here on Farlands Bus. Make some beds for the next episode. Let's also maybe make a few more boats to have on our person. Plop down the bed, grab the workbench. Boop. I've, I asked you guys a lot of questions. These The comments of this video had better be overflowing with answers and resolutions to these posturings I've postulated and presented to you. Cause if they're not <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, thank you everybody for watching this episode, episode six hundred and thirty-one of Farlands or Bust. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. I am the worst...